This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A.O. from the South. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bill, Zane, K, Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Pay Palace the dough. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, this shit's dope ah, Making each F better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show call. If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show It's Chrome Bill Show it's Chrome Bills, y'all. 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 Casey was like, you're definitely not wearing that right now. I like, oh, I definitely am. Yeah. Well, I'll be right back. Yeah, I definitely want one. It's very cozy. Well, it's funny because she was like, you know, if you wear it with long, with short sleeves, it looks ridiculous. I was like, when would I ever do that out of the house? Right. <laughs> I'm not like an FBI agent. What are you, you talking some, about? You get some new headphones too? No, these are the old joints. Oh, that's the old joints? Nice. Slow and, slow and steady though. Now, Number seven, Number never seven. sell the crack where you vest at. Mm-hmm. I'm invested, you know what I mean? I don't care if it's sticking down, tell them bounce. What's that? Ten crack commandments. Reworded. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> so you and you and Nicki Minaj rewording uh Biggie joints, huh? Oh true. That shit was dope. That shit's kinda of fire. I didn't listen to it, I need to hear it. Yeah, the Dre I think Was this Chuck, dream you- what was this the dreams of fucking an R and B bitch? That's did- what she flipped. She, she okay, flipped. Okay, I, it, I yeah. did hear that. That yeah, I heard that one before. That's dope. I think Drake or Odell Beckham got it the worst. What'd she say about Odell? Something about she basically accuses him of being gay. I thought she okay. clowned Meek Mill pretty good, right? She did clown Meek pretty good. I mean, the Drake one, <laughs> right? He got a hundred million, so he's buying me shit. But I can't tell the pussy wet or if he's crying in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty dope. <laughs> like it's so. There was somewhere I was like, ah, that's just kind of like the easy kill. Like the, the, that one was, you put some thought into it, you know? Yeah. I was not mad. It did make me, the funniest thing about it, and this is a, this is not a fabricated segue. Oh. Where I found that was, it was Friday night and we had pulled up Spotify yeah. and Spotify had made my wife what was called a get out and vote playlist that okay. was supposed to like hype you up to vote. And that, and was, that was like the third track. And I just do not understand how that song has anything to do with voting. Yeah. Right. I don't think like Ted Cruz caught a bad one in the third verse unless I missed it. She's <laughs> like, the only Cruz I fuck with is Victor. Right. <laughs> fuck a hanging Chad. I'll bang your dad. 
Yo. <laughs> <laughs> We're off and running. We're off and running. What is this? Episode, episode one. One forty five. Where we at? One four five. Have we been recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, good. We're live. Okay. I like these soft openings that your post-production has been hitting very smoothly the last couple episodes. Definitely. Soft openings. (laughs) Give us us some love if you're still digging the version 2.0 of the theme song. And uh, shout out right away, first order of business. Mm. Speaking of orders. Anyone who's ordered a t-shirt, exactly what I was going for. Gmail account on fire. Popping. Google actually emailed the three of us because we're all connected to the the email account. Right. And said, hey, are you guys on fire because your email account is? And they also said, we're looking for investors. And after the amount of shirts that you sold, you're, you're like the first person. Warren Buffett, we sort of gave him the Heisman. We're coming to you guys. That was a solid, that was a solid number of sales. Definitely. I was very happy. We were, what happened? There was some conversation on text between the three of us. And we're like, hey, is something wrong with the big cartel site? All right. Because my dad, who's... Uh, proficiency for the internet has been well documented on right. the Chrome Bills podcast mentioned that <laughs> he was having a little bit of trouble ordering one of the shirts and then I think someone else mentioned the problem too so it was two of us and Steve just jumps in and goes yo check the Chrome Bills email account and uh, I actually don't have it synced up to my phone so then I just went ahead and synced it up right then and uh, about 650 unread emails popped up because apparently that's not the most well maintained email account but at least the ones from that day were all about shirts. They were flying off the shelves. Um, well, it was funny going back and looking in the inbox after not having peaked in a while. I mean, we, we've had, uh, what would you say, like three mil in combined offers for podcasts? For and, sure. You know, we, we continue to do it for free for the love. You're talking about three million individual $1 offers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, when I think about what I do this for money, if it meant compromising something, I you know, yes. I really don't know. <laughs> what would you be willing to compromise? Uh, if someone was like, you, ha- you have to have white supremacists on your podcast, like, all right, so like that's one polar opposite that we're not going to compromise. Let's work our way back towards the middle and see like what the actual middle is. Unless you guys want to have a white supremacist on. I mean, as long as we don't have to pretend to agree with them, I don't even view it as a compromise. Bring them on tomorrow. Okay, okay, fair enough. He can he can wear his Dickies vest. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. His is white, though. Coles is black. Right. True, true. Right, right, right. God, that'd be a pretty dumb fucking article of clothing. A white vest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you going to be doing uh, physical activity outdoors anytime soon? Here, wear this. It'll stay clean. That's a good point. So quick um, quick Twitter check-in with uh, Pine Top. July 21st. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Checking in with Pine Top. Shout out to Blanche at Crutchfield, who just helped me out today. She and the whole team are superb. Hey, good for him, man. You know just what? Show him, show him, I'm not even mad at that. I'm not mad at all. That's solid. I bet they got some business out of that. Right. Shout out to my dad. It is interesting, though. So... Like if he's not particularly I don't get the impression he's not tech savvy He's just not social media savvy Would that be correct? Right Yeah, he's in, he's incredibly tech savvy That's interesting 
I mean, because like that's the one thing about you know, like IKEA furniture. You know, I'm like, God, even I could put this fucking stuff together. Like social media is so technologically easy. It's like, and I think it's intentionally that way. But I will say this: his uh, comment there was that's pretty. That's dope. Technologically sophisticated. You know, I got, I got two. <laughs> I got two recent examples. One was. I feel like he just liked living on the edge and he put a dimmer switch on the light bulb without even messing with the uh the fuse box. He okay. just took it off and was very very gentle even at one point was like, Oh, we got a hot one over here. <laughs> it was very old school. And then the other was, I mean, if he's if he's messed around with, with a record player, it wasn't a turntable, and I had an issue with mine. Uh, it was only playing out of one channel, and I just mentioned to him in passing. And within about 15 minutes, he had broke out a soldering iron and fixed a wire. No that way. Was in, yeah, that was inside like the part where the needle is on a technique, and then it was working again. And I was like, wow. That's dope. Well played, sir. I mean, Steve would have done it in five, but uh, that's, because, that's because he's got a weekly DJ gig. I don't, <laughs> I don't step to the soldering iron like that, but one day I'll get there. Can we actually? That was a nice segue. Can we talk about <clears throat> the few? The last Saturday it was going down, on and popping at Umberto's in Umberto. Olney, Maryland. That's going to be the Chrome Bills fan meetup. It's on actually going to be at except I'll never be there. But <laughs> right, <laughs> Cole probably won't even make the track. But if you want to come out and see Steve Bills, right? And Steve's got to babysit that night. So just go to Umberto's and have some beer. Just go hang out. I have a feeling I was the first DJ at this restaurant ever okay. that played rap music or no, just first like DJ? the first DJ to ever step through those doors. Why do you say that? They didn't, they didn't have any speakers like at the, at the spot. So that was, that was number did you, one. Did you not know that going in? They were like the guy, the guy, <laughs> he literally was like, this is the good plug on the wall. He was like, this is the good plug. I was like, okay, I'm going to set up by the good plug. Oh man! Yeah, that's actually he's the he's the missing member of De La Soul. Right? <laughs> the good plug. Good plug. <laughs> Dog, I was my, I DJ for three and a half hours straight. God, one, no rap songs, right? One bathroom break. No, I played some rap songs. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. good for you. But it was mostly it was mostly like I started off with um, this is DJ talk here. I started off with like Stax Records, kind of like bluesy soul kind of background music type steez and then moved on to like Motown you know get the party started a little bit into some like cool in the gang you know it's stuff you'd hear at weddings you know Casey and the Sunshine Band the Bee Gees um, into like an 80s set into 90s like pop rap like Humpty Dance or It Takes Two kind of steez did you get any then, like, head head turns when you threw something on and people were like, yo, what the fuck? Or like a nod of approval. I got a I got a shout out like early. This woman early woman came up and was like, I'm an event planner. You're doing a great job. I was like, wow. that's awesome. Thank you. What? I was like, thank that's you. So thank you. You know, she's like, I'm an event planner for the all right. <laughs> so and Umberto's is what a pizza spot or Italian restaurant? restaurant? Italian, Italian restaurant. restaurant? Pretty sure that the owner is definitely not Italian, <laughs> but I'm okay what with is, that. <laughs> what is he? His, his name's name is Vladimir. His name is Santos. So okay, you know, 
Santos. Shout out to Santos. At the end of the night, my man, get, I was like, hey, man, do you sell like takeout beer? He was like, grab a six pack from the cooler. Holy I'm like, shit. That's my guy right there. Okay. What'd you, know? you get? Uh, Goose Island. Wow. Sixer. Yeah, you shoved the Bud Light aside and went right for it. Huh? I was like, give me that. I need the Ippas. <laughs> give me the goods. <laughs> I need the Ippas. Hook it up. That's dope. That was a, it was a lot of fun. But uh, after. They paid you for the gig too, right? Other than just the six beers. Uh, shout out to um, Scotty Two Guns Held okay. down the door I took all oh, the, really? I Took home the cover charge You know what I mean Did you really? Took home the cover What were they They were charging people To get into the restaurant yeah. Or get in the no, room to, get, the into the, get into the bar Okay mm-hmm. How much was it? Five bucks Yo that's That's kind of That's pressure on you kid I'm saying you People put it, better just, get what they paid you, for you They're put gonna be it, You put it all on me right? That's dope. Here's the best part about it, Cole. You can you can appreciate this. Okay. It is about a seven minute drive from my house. Oh, my oh that's strong. <laughs> that's awesome. Let me ask you this. So yeah. you, you showed up, they didn't have speakers. Did you have to go home and get speakers? No, I brought my I I brought everything. Just in case. I brought straight up Varox D's. Okay. You know? <laughs> He's ready I got to a, rock. I got a I was ready. drunk. What do you need? I was like, whatever, whatever you want. Like you want empanadas? I got those too. <laughs> I can Did name you... three weddings off my off the top of my head immediately that hmm. those speakers have held down. Oh, those speakers are ridiculous. Right? Yeah. Steve's, Scotty Two Guns, yep. and Eric Riddell's, right? That's right. Yep. And they was bumping at all three. Yep. Put, putting in work. The speakers are putting one in of, work. One of them. Had a, no, actually, I DJed all three of them. I was, I was for some reason I was thinking you DJed one, and I was going to say one of them had a better DJ than the other two. Wait a minute, you—that's I, ha, I have heard this before. I don't know if the audience has. We must have talked about it that you've DJed three weddings. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was light work for me because most of the time there were like entire playlists set up to play. Okay, yeah. Anybody who and, needs a playlist for their wedding pre-mixed, <laughs> reach yeah, out, reach out to your boy. <laughs> I, you know, I had to do a little work for Scotty's because there yeah, were like these, there were these walk-in intros for like the various people in the wedding party that were all hooked up, and I was announcing them too and doing the drops. I had never used to router before, and yeah, that's not Steve easy. To do. He, he yeah, gave that. me a crash course and was like pretty happy with the execution. Yeah, it was well executed for sure. But the other ones were just like they, they call my DJ name Press Play. <laughs> <laughs> MCing's difficult though. I only got on the mic a couple times. That's for the best, and like, I don't well, mean that as a shot at you, but like, yeah, I I feel like when audience like that, they're not interested in like they don't care who you meetings. are, they don't care who right. you are, right? And so I waited till it got to like a level of heat where it was like, all right, we had a couple dance floor, you know, sessions or whatever, right? And then you throw on something with like a long intro instrumental, and then just come on and be like, hey, what's up? I'm here, right? Thanks I'm gonna let y'all com- breathe thanks, for a thanks, second. Thanks for coming out, you know? Right, right. Um. Steve is good at picking his spots in those moments. Yeah. Yeah, you do it once you once you uh, you know, you feel good about yourself. So I need now I need like I need to like build up my you know, my brand now. You know what I mean? I need to get like a sticker. Right. Like I need stickers and I don't know. I'll tell you what like man, a mixer think- face plate, you know, that I feel like a lot of DJs have that kind of thing. I think like a dollar bill. Mm. And then Steve bills somehow mm. like on that dollar bill, 
for that audience, yeah, you can't go wrong. I'm literally, I'm literally going to take, take the Chrome Bills logo and put Steve instead of Chrome. Right, right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's literally going to happen. I was going to say that's too blatant, and that it's going to be some playoff the Buffalo Bills oh. logo. Okay, okay, okay. But now that you say it, it's actually yeah. I'm li- literally going to put the Steve over top of Chrome. Right, <laughs> but like write it with like your offhand so it looks like <laughs> right. a kid did. Right. <laughs> So shout dude, out to Umberto. Awesome. I know that's so that's got to be so much fun to get to do. Yeah, you know what you want for to get paid, but also have a good time. It was fun after the after the gig was over. My man was like, "Can you come back every Saturday?" Wow. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> Why not? Just I don't know. With kids and everything, man, I feel like it's a lot of that's a that's a commitment, you know. So what time did you start and what time did you end that? Uh, I got there at seven and I left at like eleven thirty. So you started at like six and like we're like winding down by like midnight. Yeah, exactly. So that's a long, that's it's a long, a lo- yeah, it's a, it, it was a long haul. So, um, I'll be doing, I'm going to do another night, um, the weekend of Thanksgiving, the Saturday gonna- after Thanksgiving. So I don't know if you guys are around, please come through. I think it's going to be a bigger turnout than it was this time. Okay. Um, that's gonna be a party, and it's gonna be a party. I feel like people are gonna be home on break and whatnot. I'm gonna invite everybody from high school. So if if I do come, there's zero percent chance I sleep anywhere but your house. Sure, tonight. that's fine. <laughs> the, the, it's either that or my car. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be in Delaware. Otherwise, I would come. Okay. Well, the other thing too is you don't want to, you know, just give them a taste here and there. You don't want to do it every week. Once a month is cool. You know? Right. Right. Make him make him want to have you. If you're doing Saturdays once a month, I'll come to one of the next ones you do after that for show. That's dope. I'll love that. That I definitely will too. It's same with uh same with C's and even more emphatically, there's a zero percent chance of sleeping anywhere <laughs> but your house. Right. <laughs> you cool. you might have to come back and sleep at my house. You're gonna have so many people over at your house. True. Did you drink? I had three beers while I was DJing. Wow. Like uh bad. because I mean, you didn't just... want to fuck up or I was just busy, Yo. dude. I put I, like literally. I played over a hundred songs in that three and a half hours. Like, like when it, I, when you're mixing, like you you get, you know, you probably get like thirty seconds to be like, and then the next thirty seconds is like, all right, what's the next song I'm gonna play? Right. The next thirty seconds is like, all right, I gotta like match the tempo. Get my how am I gonna blend this in right? And then it's like. It's two minutes, you know, pretty much. People have such a short attention span. You're, you're letting songs rock for two minutes. It does go to show you, too, when you've got something that you really enjoy and you're focused on it, like how you cut out things like alcohol. Like, I know Chuck, and I even know me. If, if I was just there hanging out, there's no way in three and a half hours I have less than three drinks. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. you had shit going on. Yeah. Chuck, how many drinks would you have? Per hour, or are we talking in the whole night? Let's say in the three, in that three, <laughs> three and, and a half, half hours. hours. Seven. Okay. Okay. Strong. Very strong. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I want to throw six out there, but I don't want to make them sound crazy. A half hour of drink. Just I mean, kidding. are we yeah. drinking or not? Right. Yeah, right. 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 <laughs> it's like it's either a drink every half hour, or I've decided to stop for a little bit. But if it's three and a half hours of drinking, it's seven. Right. Uh, my wife and I went to a party on Saturday. And so she wasn't drinking. She was driving. Nice. So I was like, yo, <laughs> we got there, I guess, like eight. We were one of the first people there. And I very quickly had two drinks. <laughs> I was going to say, I, my man Cole, his pace when he's, 
you know, sets it like we're drinking. He's like, yeah, let me get a beer and a shot to start. <laughs> well, because I was like, yo, I know we have two hours. That, like we have to get home, like to let, let the sitter go. I, I'm not going to really be drinking a whole lot anytime soon. You and I really have... get it in. Well, here's the thing, though. They kind of I kind of fucked myself. Uh-oh. Daylight savings time was uh... the next morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's 430. And I'm not a farmer. I must have like a one year old. So that I paid for it a little bit the next morning, but you know it was a good time. But I do feel like three and a half hours, like in that setting, yeah, like you might. I wonder who who of our guests. I mean, it seems like an easy answer, Des or Mitch. But who of our guests, maybe Slug back in the day, mm. would have would drink the most in a three half? It, go on to see their friend DJ at a Italian restaurant. <laughs> How many I, drinks would they have? I in think three and a half you hours? know Slop too on on the creep can hang. Wow. Okay. Right. He's like probably. A- He's like, probably, don't sleep on my man. He can put him down. Well, plus, he's done so many live shows. There's been a couple of times, not like he, that he was wasted. I was like, man, he's he's not shy about like having a drink before the set. Living that life. Right. I feel like Throwdown could Maybe I'm throw just down. a bitch. Is that true? Has anybody ever drank with Throwdown? No. He's not, a, with he's, throwdown. Not, he's not a big dude, but he, I feel like Throwdown could throw down. Yeah, Throwdown could throw down. <laughs> Well, you know uh, his, his arch nemesis. Uh, you know his arch nemesis in uh, sorry, his arch nemesis in uh, high school was throw up. <laughs> there you go. I think you're sleeping hard on uh, the pen pals too, specifically. Oh, you know what? Oh, my my, my apologies, my gentlemen. Sorry. Just because. Well, I know how it went down when I had those guys over here for uh, one of the episodes. It's probably in the 120s if you're if you're scrolling through the feed and looking for some very very good interviews and. Some pretty fucking awesome prank calls. Check that one out. But uh, yeah, we were throwing it down, and I've been to the bar where my man's slanging drinks, and it was getting pretty ugly. And he's a bartender, so he's getting after it too. Yep. Comes with the territory. It's just like you know, it's like Cole. You know, if you love library science, and that's your job, <laughs> you're throwing it the fuck down, right? Oh, you're talking to me. Okay. <laughs> Love's a strong word. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's funny, Steve, you were talking about how the guy uh, owns Umberto is an Italian. I go to a barber. It's called Father and Son Barber, and it's three old women. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because they have, like, all this, like, <laughs> stuff from, I guess, like, the 50s or the 60s. So yeah. at some point, I'm assuming a father and son owned it. Right. But what are you going to do? do? Do they have those terrible pictures, like... Or the, like the numbered haircuts that you can get. Oh, let me get the number seventeen. Son. I always love those those posters, and they just like I don't know for some reason every barbershop has like the most dated those dated pictures. Exactly. None of them well, have I, a new number one. Number one, like, I bet you there was just one like dope ass salesman yeah. who got a pyramid scheme going. He's yeah. like, we'll make a fortune selling these pieces of shit. And and now like all the they're they're always like a weird shade of blue in the background. You're right. But like after exposure to light through yeah. the windows, they're like yellow. Now. Yeah, it's weird. But what I've never what I've never understood is number one, haircuts are such a maybe it says more about the places that you're going or I'm going. Mm-hmm. But haircuts are such like a trendy thing. <laughs> Would you have like, hey, do you want this really outdated look? <laughs> are you gonna pay me fifty dollars for? And the other thing is, like, after a while, when they be like, we got to take this shit down, like, no one ever... They never like, question it. A, like, everybody comes in and orders off menu. Dude, you know what I mean? these barbers go into the same shop every day, and, like, nobody ever just thinks, like, hey, maybe we should take this right. old poster down. 
you could nail like a severed hand to it and they wouldn't even Terry would be like yeah, we should probably leave it there it's it's on the wall we need to leave it on the wall for a while right there's actually like a barber's joke that there's a hundred dollar gift card if anyone actually orders off of because <laughs> you go what and you're like yeah, can I, I always go with the fade so i'm like can i get a two on the side so like a two off the poster you're like, right, no. Like, no, no, not that weird right. mohawk right right <laughs> right no i really i really could just use a part down the side of my hair not like an actual line down the side of it or a mullet that's so a crazy you, thing like one of them's just like a like a skinhead yeah like <laughs> do you want the skinhead <laughs> i still think it's funny that steve follows barbers on instagram and then shares the like these videos right. i hope that you guys can appreciate that i don't know i just find it so interesting watching people get their hair cut. i mean sometimes this shit's crazy and then last the one last week was just i mean it was a great payoff it was just a dude sitting there with the clipper like swinging back and forth over his head and then it, and then fucked it eventually it. just took off dude that guy's face when the thing took off the front of his head Oh my god. They both look so disappointed and ashamed. <laughs> like well plus what the like to, to to explain this to our audience. Imagine a barber yeah. is standing uh behind and above the person's hair that they're cutting. And instead of holding the clippers like by the the body of the clippers, he's like swinging it back and forth using the cord. Right. So it's almost like a pendulum, but going back, like straight ahead and straight back. But so, like, of course, actually, like, I don't know if, like, it slips, like, it cuts like a huge chunk uh, off the top of the guy's head. But the guys who's sitting there, like, his first thought looked like, well, like, <laughs> what did I expect? No, at first they both were like smiling, like, yeah, they, you know, we're making like a really good Instagram video. Right. And then once it takes that chunk out, they and just the weren't. look of disappointment on his face was. <laughs> magic well don't you think too like if it had hit him in the scalp it would have hurt like a motherfucker yeah it probably would have hurt a little bit <laughs> you have a bad haircut and you're bleeding right. that'll be thirty dollars <laughs> i hope he didn't pay for that you know no probably not i thought i saw that c's reposted that instagram video but he put the uh ac alone song behind it and it was like the pendulum is swinging and it just don't ever stop the pendulum is swinging and it just don't ever stop tick tock my butcher barber shop uh when are you gonna do an ac alone cover song yo it's so funny you say that thank you so fabricated segways my album uh live long hey, when is that around? dropping yeah for I, real. It's I, let's can't talk. Say the, it's I can't say the date but i listen you said november when we talked about it, it is november ago. right we're recording mm. on election night Tuesday. By the way, I hope everybody voted. I did absentee ballot. For anybody who feels like getting to the polling station on election day is an arduous task, Yeah, absentee ballot is a great option. Highly recommended. I did it as well. Did you really? Heck okay. yeah, man. But you don't have a job. <laughs> I'm calling the election. No, I know you worked hella hours. Is that what you said? I don't even think I had to... Tell them why I wanted it. I just, okay. Yeah. I just want it. Yeah. I went in person for what it's worth. Nice. How did that go? Uh, it was good. It was good. It's right near me. I, I think I've told this story when I voted the last time is that in New York, it's interesting because I guess when you go in, um, I can't even remember voting before I got up here, but I'm sure I did. But here it's like you go in and there's a couple tables and it's like broken up by where you live in the area but i live in a high-rise building so my building actually has <clears throat> its own table 
like I walk in and I'm like uh, they're like where do you live and I was like blah 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 and they're like oh you're at table five but in general it's dope you know very nice civic duty uh, so <clears throat> hang those chads get in there and bang those dads get in there and pull those levers did you was it a touch pad did you touch dads no this was <laughs> a touch scan, pad this was a scantron that I filled with ink like a tampon <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're to give you to give our audience members, our esteemed audience members, who we love, adore, cherish, value, overall, uh, except the money that we'll get from our sponsors and leave you in the dust with the quickness. Um, Peace. Yes. Tonight is election night, and so this will probably post seven days later, eight days later. So the album will be out. It won't be much longer. That's all I can say. Uh, that's all I can say. Wow. It won't be much longer by the time this posts. And uh, so to answer your question about AC alone. So when you told me there was a book of human beats. Yes. Uh, for our audience members who haven't heard me talk about this, I, anyone who's heard more than one episode knows it's true. I'm fascinated with the AC alone book out al- uh, album book out. Al- <laughs> Uh, a book of human language. So Steve told me that there's an instrumental album. So I started writing to it. So I finished my album. I started writing. Uh, Cubby Bear and I were working on a record before he passed. Rest in peace to him. So I'm finishing that up. And then I want something new to work on. So I already wrote one song to, I think it was The Guidelines. So You think I'm doing the whole thing? It's one of those things I'll get like three songs into it And think <clears throat> These are really good songs But if I'm going to continue with this I either need to shit or get off the pot Like I have to record them to these beats yeah. Or I have to record them to these beats And then send them to someone and say If you think you can do something with this I'll give you the acapella Build something around it I feel like you should reach out to Mumbles Who well, you, That's an interesting point Who is he? I have no idea Like is he West Coast dude? I think he's West Coast yeah it's not a bad idea. I should. And just send it to him. Like, yo, respect. Here's, yeah, maybe maybe send it to both of them. Like, listen. Yeah. Please make a case, man. Or I could be like, here's every record I've ever made. There's like five vocal samples from AC alone. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Uh, Check this one. <laughs> right. I have, I, I reference him on, uh, there's a beat made by the doppelgangers and touched up by Max Bent. Hmm. DJ Attic does the cuts on it for part of the hook, but I actually referenced an AC alone line. But I won't say it because then I'll get in trouble. Other thing you could do is just do that, do that, or like maybe ten songs uh-huh. off a book of human language and release it as like a promotional to go along with an album or something, like a freebie kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, you know, the other thing too, Chuck. I'm sure you've encountered this, and Steve. This kind of gets to why Saturday was so fun. Like, yeah. It's gotten to a point where I, I have such limited time. It's very few instances where I can just sit down and be like, I, I, I have nothing better to do than write right now. I yep. just want to write to, you know? Yep. I'll sit down. I'll make myself be like, oh, I have a project I want to work on. or I want to get this wrapped up. But I just, yep. the idea of sitting down to write for fun hasn't happened. And that was what that was. That's what's up. It's organic, as they say, as the kids say. Orgasmic. I've noticed that anytime I have like, afternoon where i have some stuff that i've written that i want to record like a demo version of that you know i'm you know it's in it's in my house i kind of have to like 
I live in a one bedroom apartment. I have to like deploy the studio, right? Like it's not sitting there. It's not a huge operation, but let's say it's like 15 minutes. So it's enough that you don't just like do it on a whim. You kind of carve out a time to do it. Right. And let's say I'm like, Oh, I have two things in the can. And then, you know, you kind of lay them down pretty quick. And then I immediately go into this, like, okay, it's only 7 PM. Like how many other things can I write? Can I like do the whole process right now? Right. And that is sort of the feeling you just explained. That's when I get it. I'm like, Oh my God, I just want to tackle this whole fucking thing. Right. It's tough. It's tough. Like finding that, uh, level of fulfillment outside of creativity, like family and even kids. It's, it's a, in a lot of ways, a lot more fulfilling, but it's completely different. Like I really miss that, like consistent, uh, payoff from the creative process. Agreed. Totally. You get a a little bit out of this. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking too, like I've been, I don't know how much like election stuff you guys have been following or even if it's worth following, but I was like, I'm really looking forward to talking about anything but that, Yeah, you know, on here. I have the, I have CNN up on my other screen. Okay. No spoilers. No spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Hey, do you want to hear what happened seven days ago (laughs) while the country's in flames? (laughs) It is funny. I think about that. Like while we're recording this, I'm like, God, my album's coming out. Like, I hope nothing super crazy happens. <laughs> well, only for my sake, of course. Right. You know. Right. But let my album drop, and then the next day, we all go to shit. Speaking of guests on your album, are we allowed to talk about that? I think we have. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sure. I uh, and Cole, we've talked about this so many times. The elusive, elusive morning workout. So, for the first time in what had to be six months, I woke up today and just ran two miles and uh, i listened to that's a humble brag for anyone that's taking notes at home pretty good Uh, two miles and i uh i listened to open mike eagle on microphone check and it's very good not as good as the chrome bills interview (laughs) yeah but you know there's a little bit more respect towards the interviewers since they were in a tribe called quest and we were in educated (laughs) consumers and resonation Right. right A tribe called Vest. <laughs> a tribe called Vest. <laughs> uh, but that that was fire. And um, I've also been really digging the Stretch and Bob stuff that's on NPR now for what's good. In particular, the recent the Jonah Hill interview. I peeped that over the weekend, which is mostly focused on the mid-90s movie, which I don't know if either of you guys have peeped yet. No. Is it good? You know what that is? Yeah. I, I, saw not, the, I haven't seen I, it. I've seen ads seen for it, mid-90s movie. I've seen him do movie. that interview, and I've seen him do... Uh, I think I watched part of the Breakfast Club one. Ugh. One thing I got sized for was that was him admitting to having... I guess he used to, Jonah Hill used to make beats and uh, and DJ, DJ a little bit, and he was talking about how he had a whack name, mm. and it got, it got me sized, but also made me realize how did we miss that for different styles. It was a uh, it was spindrome, okay. which <laughs> wow. is like syndrome. Yeah, if you if you put a spin on it, DJ spindrome, <laughs> DJ spindrome. So I feel like him and Rosenberg need to start a group together. I could see that. Yeah, Jonasberg. My, <laughs> that's actually not that's that bad. Good. Oh, wow, wow. So um, my my sister uh, uh, like 
helps run a bowling alley in New Jersey, and they started having DJs on Friday nights. Do tell. And and the DJs that they have always have like really funny names, at least to me, right? Because I'm a fucking snob, like all three of us are, and like probably anyone that listens to this podcast. So as soon as I see it, I'm gonna be like, all right, you're DJing at a bowling alley in like the middle of New Jersey. Yeah. Like, let's see what your pedigree is. And I saw one today. DJ Lol Mix. <laughs> oh wow. I love it. Lol Mix. I got pumped. Like I might have to head out there for this. Are they booking? Can I make it can I make DJ the trip? I could get Steve Bills up can there. Can you give you me want a book it. for that? I would totally oh, do easy. that. I would totally do easy. that. Only I'll... if your name is DJ Checks Mix. <laughs> I'd be you little... just throw Checks Mix at the crowd. I'd be a little spare or something like that. I'd change it just for the <laughs> <laughs> Seven what if, ball return. What if there was a girl rapper named Lillian and her name was Lil Lil? Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Lil Lil. Lil Lil what? Lil Lil. Did you guys like when I went in on um my my neighbor whose yes. name is Rob? Yeah. <laughs> and if it hit me for the first time that it's Rob Basic. <laughs> Instead of Rob Bates, <laughs> yeah. what's any any development? We, we got to sort of re- rehash that. Well, first, I'm trying of all, to find the text. Slug here. and Open Mike Eagle are on the, on my record. So a Sage uh, Atmosphere has a new album called Mi Vida Loca, really dope. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mi Vida Local. Uh, that's really dope. <laughs> God, I'm the worst. The instrumentals are also available, and the Open Mike Eagle album. I know we talked about it. Uh, when what happens when I try to relax? I'm hella relatable, man. <laughs> that song is so interesting to me because. <laughs> He's always so laid back on his delivery, or for the most part, on his yeah. songs. And on that one, like he gets, he's getting after it. Okay. And I'm wondering why he decided. I mean, obviously, the content on that, I guess that sort of answers the question why he gets so much more intense. It's like a trap beat, though, right? It is. Yeah, the production is very, is very current on that record. Yeah. I wonder if he did all those. That's Which has always been my argument. Like, I have a couple friends that will play me new music and then uh you know it'll be like <clears throat> what's the new thing mobamba or like some shit like that like someone will play something and i I'm just of course i understand I, what mobamba is all about is mobamba a basketball player yes i believe so and it's also the name of the song yep are they related or no is the song um, about the basketball player do we know i think so yeah okay, okay. They're hella relatable. I'm guessing they are. But so I'll like, you know, my problem is not with the production of today's music. As much as I dislike it compared to the stuff that I hold near and dear to my heart, and I shouldn't even say dislike, as much as I rank it as uh, inferior to that, it doesn't mean I completely dislike it because I feel like Kendrick or someone will do even like Royce and Eminem were like doing stuff on trap beats and, and I, I'll find it interesting because to me the, the one place where I draw the line is I'm like it's 2018 you can't be someone that would be considered whack in like 1994 mm. on the mic mm. and get my ear right whereas <clears throat> in the open mic eagle song it's like yo he's killing it the song has levels It's the, there's levels to this shit you know, that's that's going to keep me on listen three, four, and five. You know, it's funny. I was watching, totally. uh, I was bouncing around Instagram, and I came across the video for How Many MCs Must Get Dissed, the old Black Moon song. 
that beat is incredible, but it's mixed so well. It just it sonically sounds really good, even though it's just a sample. It, it you can tell someone who really like cares how the music sounds put a lot of time into it. That's what I don't like about the current stuff. It just it it's obviously not mixed and engineered very well. To me, to my ear at least. I mean, it, there's kind of like a cookie cutter approach to it, and I don't want to hate. It's not my style, you know, vibe wise, but I I think that the sound quality is just not very good. Part of the mixing now is that <clears throat> I feel like seventy five percent of music. I'm just gonna pick an arbitrary stat, but. <laughs> 75% of music is listened to through, like, earbuds. Yeah, Right, that's okay. insane. It's mixed on earbuds, probably, too. And it's probably, exactly. Like, what, but, no, but in theory, if you knew that that was the end result, why would you mix it any other way? I, I agree. So I think it's... It, and then the other 25% is playing it in bars and clubs as, like, you know, background slash loud music. A lot of the times when I hear those songs, I mean, I feel like the bass line's fucking kill though when you hear them in the right environment I'm like oh this is that song I was hating on a day ago yeah it sounds kind of nice right, right. Now. now my dick's hard I feel like <laughs> <laughs> there was a Ghostface interview a while back I think he was he was on an, on um, maybe it was Drink Champs with like the guys from the locks talking about going on tour with those dudes and he was saying that when he would play like the Wu-Tang shit like his background music was like at a level seven you know the crowd was really hype but then when like the locks or like you know Biggie's crew would get up there their beats sounded that much better right so I don't know that everything from the old school was necessarily like mixed oh. really well you know no not every certainly not everything but I think that there was like Dr. J I'm not always his biggest fan there's no denying that that guy's one of the best recording engineers of all time. Like sure. his stuff sounds fucking incredible. Yeah. And that, you know, it's, it's easy, like anecdotally to have seen footage of him, like mixing and everything, but it's time after time after time with those releases. Yeah. And I do feel like, like premier was another guy, even when he would go through a, a, a phase of like not having hi hats and something that I wasn't as into the, the meat and potatoes, if you will of the beats, they still sounded fucking incredible. Mm. And I think now, you know, there's just less of, you know, it's like a restaurant that like just isn't, I don't want to say it's clean. I, I think everything kind of sounds the same now, I guess is another thing. Like it's not, maybe it's not that people don't care. They're just mixing essentially like the same, like five pieces to a beat over and over again. I'm gonna I would, play. I would even piggyback on that just real quick to say that, I don't think there's as much discussion about who's making the beats mm. on a lot of those songs. Because mm. no one is. It's a fucking no, that's bot. Probably, that's just because it's... <laughs> Trap bot. I feel like that's the people that we're probably surrounded by. You think, yeah. do you think yeah. that if you yeah. talk to a 21-year-old yeah. right now... and They you know like, everybody who's making the beats, for sure. And they know all... They're like, oh, I know that Takashi yep. six nine. Yep. That they know who makes his beats. Yep. And they're like, oh okay. yeah, this dude's popping like this. I'm gonna play. He some, might be right. I'm gonna play some trap shit when the next time I DJ. I'm gonna put wow. together a little something. So tell me and about I'll the demographics. Some... You got some MAGA hats in there? <laughs> no, <laughs> no MAGA hats, definitely. Okay. No, there was no MAGA hats. Okay. 
Uh, you, how do you think the trunk? Would you get? Would you? Would you get a couple uh, sideways glances for some trap music? No, I don't think so. I say you go in hard and just three and a half. Yeah. Of trap. I mean, the Saturday the after Thanksgiving, I feel like I'm going to go hard for a little bit. You know. No, I mean, just trap music. Oh, just in general. I want you to sabotage night. this. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> don't even try to warm up. Just go straight for the trap. Go right. They, for the, the, they actually right have for these the jugular. Like, they're called moi hats, and it's make. Umberto's Italian again. <laughs> Excuse me. Am I allowed to do spoiler alerts or no? Yes. Oh, for the for the election. Maybe I shouldn't. We're so far behind, dude. By the time people hear this, I know. I just. What? What happened? Well, now you have to tell us. We live in a country where Ted Cruz is going to be. Like Ugh. continue to be a senator. How close? Oh, are you serious? I thought he was losing the last. He was, time but not anymore. Is it over? No, it's not over. But he's How up. Close is it? He's up. He's the up only by. Cru- the only cruise I fuck with is Victor. Damn. Fuck he's up by. He's up Tom. by sixty thousand votes. That's not a lot. I know. What's the percentage? Seventy-six percent in. Reporting. No, uh, but are they showing his percent? Fifty point four percent to forty nine percent. Oh, that's okay. so close. That's a bond burner. <laughs> Florida. Yes. Go- Florida. You know what's you know what's close is the Florida governor race right now. It's yeah. within one percent. Wow. Yeah. The one percent. The one percenters, but I'd I'd be happier if it was flipped the other way to the one percent. You know. You know, it would be a good way to incentivize people to vote mm. if you had. Like it's obvious as a basketball fan, be like have Marv Levy there, you know, like when you punch the ticket, like yes, and it counts. But like, what would appeal to like a twenty-year-old kid? Trap music. Have, like have like <laughs> maybe if they had like a a president who was constantly like doing asshole shit, right, and bragging about it, right, like blatantly everywhere. That would be a way to incentivize somebody to try to <laughs> combat that. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was the the video that he ran of like the Mexican guy who killed the Sacramento cops. That was unbelievable. Right, but you know the only way that they were able to figure out who he was was a fingerprint system that was created by Democrats and Republicans together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah, like he was yeah. led in by a Democratic president and a Republican president. Right. It, it wasn't like there. It was. I don't. It wasn't God, partisan. It's not mess. like it's not like Democrats are letting in murderers and like have have at it you know it's right well, well i mean bush let in a lot of uh immigrants because he thought it'd be good for the economy and i thought that guy was a complete piece of shit but like th- at least the mentality of saying all right we'll let these people come into our country to to bolster the economy and you know if they get something out of it that's great too like, how the fuck do you argue against that the problem that i have is when people are just like yeah you know like they don't look like us keep them out <laughs> it's like yeah that you know, that's not the most cohesive argument. Not the best argument. Right. We live in a we live in a strange time. Well, do you think it's do you think it's strange or it's just always been that way and we just hadn't seen it? Because that's the thing I keep starting to realize now. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it was certainly like this, like before I was paying attention to politics. Like, I mean, it was right. Like. Right in like the fifties and sixties and shit. Well, the the one thing I remember people complaining about when I was younger was money and politics. And now, like the idea, like I don't think it was 
that big as you know it's like a hundred percent of the game now i i don't know what percentage it was in the 80s but like i don't think it was that high maybe i'm completely wrong but like it's intractable now the idea of removing yeah. like can you imagine the nfl being like we're just gonna do it for like the love the, yeah the highest anybody will get paid is 250 that like that's that's yeah. that's insane yeah the same thing for politicians like if somebody was like yo these dudes get these men and women get nothing more than like a 50 grand stipend mm -hmm. you know like you get cups of coffee when you go to dunkin donuts and like maybe a meal here and there right. that's fucking it yeah but that's it, that's what i've always sort of known i was like all right well the problem with any form like cohesive form of leadership is that like the bad parts of humanity inevitably start to overtake that and then it's just a cycle of like stopping that, starting that, stopping that, starting that. So, good luck, kids. <laughs> Do you disagree, or is that too cynical? No, I mean these people are. You got to think they're they're going to find a way to get their paycheck at the end of the day. It might not be now, but after they get out of office, they're going to find a way to to turn this into something profitable. And I don't begrudge them that, but like, why, when you're in office, does it have to be so corrupt? Or just to get in office? I don't know. Like, I, I don't have a better idea, like a better medium for people, like, all right, like I present this, and then, you know, it's not like people's political ideas are that much fucking better. Right. I think little Kim said it best when she said, first you get the money, <laughs> then you get the power. Yeah. Who am I kidding? Then you get the respect. Right. I don't know. It's all, I, I feel like it, ideas like the ones that I have and I'm expressing now are so fucking naive, but sure. to me, that's sort of part of the problem. I mean, you have, you have three people on the podcast that live on the East Coast within 200 miles of each other. Oh. And I think the main thing when I even look at the TV today, because when I walked out, you know, I'll disclose my political views on the on the show, right? Sure, I was sure. like, oh, yeah, it's it's going down tonight. And then, like, as soon as I started thing, seeing things coming in, I was like, yeah, maybe I'm just fucking lying to myself. And then I, I looked at my wife and I said, you know, tonight hurts a little bit, but you know what's really going to hurt is that 2020 Trump reelection. That one you're really going to have to look in the mirror. You're, you're really going to feel that one. And you're going to be like, who am I kidding? Wow. Do you, you really think he'd get reelected at this point? I'm just saying if and when it happens, it's going to sting. Right? Because yeah. everyone everyone has come up with every excuse for, yeah. oh, you know, the yep. <clears throat> the 537s, to, it discouraged people to go out. People got apathetic because they thought it was a landslide. Yep. Or uh, people voted as anti-Hillary, but, you know, now that he's in there, like they'll clearly vote him out in 2020. When that happens, if and when, let's just say for the sake of this conversation, when, yeah, that one's really gonna sting. That one's the one where you're just gonna be like, all right, well, where can I move to in Sweden? And there's only been one president in our lives, unless you count Carter, that didn't serve two terms, right? Mm. Facts. Right is is George Bush Senior. Yep. 88 to 92. And in a weird way, that was like a 12-year run because he had been the vice president. Yep. 80 to 88. And he was a fucking sure thing until Clinton came out of nowhere. Well, and because he... I mean, just to to change the... To show you how much the political landscape has changed, 
he made like one promise that didn't come through and people fucking hung him out to drive for they it. Did. They no did. new taxes. Like, it was like literally one sentence. You're like, this guy's dishonest. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> now, it's, now it's literally like Trump lied 30 times in a 30-minute speech. Right? If he said something honest, you'd be surprised. Like literally people are now like, oh, this, this website called factchecker.com is a lie. Don't believe that website that's called factchecker.com. Right. Do you, all right, so are there people, well, I'm just seeing this now, 28 minutes ago from Fox News. Oh, you have Fox uh, News Democrats, what's well, just on Twitter. Okay. Democrats will too, and I follow, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Democrats will take control of the House of Representatives for the first time in eight years. So that was pretty fast, right? They, I, didn't, I didn't realize enough of the places would have closed by now. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So that was a spoiler. Spoiler but, alert. <laughs> but I it mean, looks like the Senate is yes, Senate's half, it's 10 to 5 Republicans. Yeah. So is that is that true? Am I right about that or what? I mean, it came from Fox, and it's talking about a Democratic <laughs> swing, so I tend to believe it. <laughs> right, it's got mean, a good poison. If I they're if they're if they're conceding, then it's probably yeah. yeah that's kind of how I've had to view my news now. Mm-hmm. Is like when a bad story about Trump comes out, I'm like, but is Fox News reporting it? And then only less than half of people are going to wow. agree with it. Wow, wow! I really got to I got to deliver shocking news to you guys. Yep, race called Republican Mitt Romney wins the Senate representing Utah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, well. Have you ever met another person named Mitt? Great great question. question. I've never met another Mitt. Is that short for anything? If it's not, is that's it Mitchell? Is it Mitchell? No, that would actually make sense. But there's two <clears throat> T's. Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> no, but sometimes you add an extra letter. I mean, it would look stupid if your nickname was Mitt and it was just... MIT. You know what else would be? You know what People think MIT stands for MIT and shit. You know what else about MIT would be stupid? How it sounds. MIT. <laughs> Hi, my name is Piff. Okay, Piff. Good to see you, man. I had to I had to make Steve laugh with an inside joke. Because <clears throat> we were joking about how absurd the MOP lyric is, where he's like, people think MOP stands for MOP and shit. Right. So what are the funniest things his last name could have been for the yearbook? How about Dan? Damn it. <laughs> Catchers. Oven. Keep going. Uh that's that's I was surprised they came up with oven. That was that definitely was, yeah, that was good. That was out of nowhere. Whatever. Should have brought that to Romfest, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you loving it. When I slap you with the oven bit, shoving shit. Sure. You know what? Speaking of politics, isn't Rhymefest a politician? Is he really? I thought he ran for something. Mm. Maybe he could have worn and run in Texas and beat Ted Cruz, who's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Trump's calling you a liar and you're a Republican, uh, you know what? I re- he's he's called everybody a liar. He literally he just he, literally he just texted like, me and told me I'm a. <laughs> like Trump was basically like shitting all over Ted Cruz, right? He right. called his dad like a murderer or something. He said he was involved in the JFK assassination. And then like, and then my man was like, "Please come and campaign for me. I'm gonna lose." Like you got, you have no spine. I will say, my he, man aims high with his, you know, accusations. Right. Like, 
<laughs> you gotta, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, yeah. credit where credit is due. Yeah. He wasn't like, this dude's a piece of shit. He's like, his dad killed a president. <laughs> right, right. Right. His mom faked the moon landing. For all. I, it's just shit, you know, I, I, the stuff, like when, when the dude was like, uh, talking to his, his crowd about Hillary Clinton. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe you should exercise your Second Amendment rights like when it comes to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, by the way, I'm going to tell you what to do about gun control. <laughs> and my language is not inflammatory. I, it, it's so funny listening to people. I was listening to some interview and the guy was like, yeah, you know, like the Muslims should be scared. Like they've committed all these terrorist attacks. And then somebody was like, what about all the school shootings in America? They're all white people. <laughs> you know, they're like saying that to somebody right it completely like blows there's your a, mind there's to a the disconnect point where he's there's like a complete he's disconnect. like no it's it's different <laughs> like dude like how intellectually dishonest were you, you listening with yourself where did you were you listening to the daily podcast did yes you, yeah 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 dude, with the daughter talking to the dad oh my god was that one of the most in, I, I was screaming at my car radio well, here's the fucked up part is like, I'll see something that like that on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And be like, well, thank God that's hyperbolic. <laughs> you know, like to hear someone. It was like he was reading from a, an idiot script. She's like, this woman told me a story. She's like, I literally went to one of these child separation camps and a woman told me a story about her daughter committing suicide because she was deported. And she tried to sneak back to this country to get back to her daughter. And the dad goes, well, who wouldn't be sympathetic to, to that happening? You know, who wouldn't be sympathetic to that woman for trying to get back over to the country? And I'm like, you motherfucker, you're the one who wouldn't be sympathetic. Like, are you hearing yourself talk? <laughs> well, the funny part too was, and this is the, 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 like the cognitive dissonance about him where he was like, well, that's just one example like, you know, you don't know that all those people are coming for reasons like that. I'm like, right. okay, if that's your line of thinking, mm. then why would you use one example of someone committing a crime from that group of people yeah. and then use it to blanket the rest of them? Like, how do you not... Right, he's not seeing that at all. Just fucking admit you're racist. <laughs> like, that, I, I feel like it'd be so much easier if, like, I'll talk to people, I'm just like, dude, just, like, you're gay. Or just fucking admit you're racist. Like, just be honest with yourself for once. Yeah. And then this will be so much easier on so, you. So this was the November 5th episode of the Daily Podcast. This woman gets interviewed by the Times for a story, right? And then they do a follow-up with her. Okay, and she's a Republican who's choosing to vote Democrat in this year's midterms. And she was raised very Christian. Raised Christian, and it's her. They do a story on her and why and how her thinking has changed, okay? So then they do a follow-up episode of the podcast where she calls her father and talks about the, the article written in the times. It, it, that was one of the most compelling listens I've ever, you know, that was 30 minutes. I was glued to the radio listening to that thing, man. Yeah. Shout out to the daily and Michael Barbaro. Mike Buckle Barbaro. <laughs> That's great. Well, here's, but here's another, here's an interesting one. And I might've already gone on this rant before. So did you listen to the episode where they interviewed the woman who became the mayor of Richmond after basically like running the old one out of town? Maybe it was a can no, it was a city council member. Mm, yes, maybe, that one maybe was, it was super mayor. interesting as well. All right. So what happened in Charlottesville, the city council I'm sorry, it wasn't Richmond, it was Charlottesville. Yeah, Charlottesville. The city council was like, We're not we're gonna deny 
uh, it wasn't Richard Spencer. Who was the other? Jason, the little asshole. I thought it was Richard Spencer. Maybe, maybe it was Richard Spencer. Okay. They're like, we're going to deny him the permit. And then they went to a federal judge, the white supremacists did, and a federal judge was like, no, you have to do this. So it wasn't a state thing. It was a federal thing. So after all that stuff happened in Charlottesville, I don't mean to call it stuff to like mitigate it. It, right. was, it was terrible. Yeah. But so people stormed the city council and they're like, we told you we didn't want this here. We told you that we didn't want this here. And the guy was like, look, you know, <laughs> it wasn't up to me. And if you'd been at any of these fucking meetings, you would have known we told them not to do it. We denied it. So anyway, eventually what happens is they basically get shouted down and it becomes so chaotic that the woman who ends up running she gets elected. She was like the leader of the people that ran in there and, and made it chaotic. And then she starts getting shouted down and things are made chaotic to the point where she's like, we have to like change the rules. We can't let the public in. You know what I mean? It was right, like right. straight up animal farm shit. And the point that I'm making is that's why I think voting is, you know, like yeah. for all the cynical aspects of it, like even if to a certain degree it's pissing in the wind, it's the most civil and intelligent way to go about changing things that you don't like it's okay. not going in there and like beating up pinatas of trump or saying not my president yep. like, it's it's not that shit you're right if we're going to be a, if we're going to be a civilized society you go and vote instead of shooting your neighbor <laughs> because because you've already seen what happens when republicans do it you've already seen when democrats do it like yep. go try to run roughshod over shit yep. it don't work out well for anybody yep and by the way the if and when play. if and when everyone voted I think we would all be able to take an L a little bit more and then just reflect about right. where we live. Mm -hmm. Like I said, going back to the conversation before about like three guys from the East Coast, mm -hmm. right? Every single person voted and the results were not in our favor. We'd be like, wow, maybe I'm not as aligned with the, you know, the country's views as I thought I was. And not that that means anything, right? It's just, it's just right. a reality check for you. Agreed. So yeah, you guys voted for Trump, right? Agreed. It just I, yeah. I wrote him in on everything today. <laughs> All right, here's some here's some good news. CNN projects Colorado will elect the nation's first openly gay governor. Democrat and he's Jared, high as shit. Jared Polis. <laughs> Shout outs to Jared Polis. Jared Polis, who are you? Who are you? I just every you know like but his sexual orientation probably has I don't know how, how much does that really impact Listen, the way that he votes, you know, on like transportation bills or something. <laughs> I wish more gay couples were, were running shit. Do you realize how, like I was just saying, like, I don't even have time to write rhymes anymore, let alone like do administrative shit. Cause I have one kid. Yep. Like here's what I, I would say, like any gay couple that makes it, makes it like you can adopt whenever you want, but if you make it into seven years of marriage, you're just gonna get a fucking kid if you want one. Like you don't even have to fill out paperwork. Anyone that can stay married for seven years, <laughs> shout out to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Amen. Itch children because the seven year itch, you get a kid. Mm. But yeah, is not that what the seven year itch is? No, I don't yeah, I don't. So. What is the seven year itch? That's syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was when. Uh... At seven years, they make a law that Trump can run for a third term. That's right. a seven-year itch. Oh, God. No. That's on, the one that's on, really going to stick. Wow. 2026. My man, was, gets, on, he, he was on to something. 2026, the year of the itch. 
2024. Seven-year itch is it. a psychological term that suggests that happiness in a relationship declines after around year seven. You mean the second date? Yep. We've plateaued, my dear. Okay. Cole calls that the seven beer itch. <laughs> the same. <laughs> You're still here? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And so it's funny. Yo, so it, it's funny because I went upstairs to put the, uh, I was like, I have to at least wear the vest like during the opening for these guys. <laughs> have you had it on the whole time? By the oh, way? fuck yeah. How warm is well, your, so, how warm you is your core right there? now? Well, I'll say this, man. Like, I'd be interested to know you guys. I, not that we've uh, spent a lot of time sleeping together, but yep. I like to sleep when it's cold, right? So, like, I don't mind the the house being cold, but the basement right now is it's pretty cold. Like, yeah, I went upstairs yep. and I was like, I kind of need an excuse to wear the vest so my wife doesn't clown me. Well, I was like, no, that actually is cold downstairs. But so I was telling her uh, that how you guys were making fun of me last week for how big it was, and she was the one who was like, you you cannot wear that out in public. Let's let's get a full shot of this one. Let's do it. Can you do a screen capture, Chuck? I can certainly try. Hold on, Cole. You've got to talk so it flips to you. Say vest in the house. Vest in the house. Is this <laughs> the best lighting? There we go. I got it. This is pretty good. Did you get I it? I look like... Uh, I, got, I got a pretty good one. Who is that kid? Jamal fades them all. I dropped lyrics off and on like the light switch. Yeah. So, all right. You know, you voted. You did what you did. Good job. Who are you? Fuck it. All right. Um, I might call this one. I might call it like the like the um, Texas Senate race here. Okay. I might have to call well, it. That was a strong hour. I mean, uh, no music, but actually, there isn't anything I've listened to in the last week that's immediately jumping out at me. It's like I think on the last episode we were talking about the the open mic eagle record. We were talking about the Edon, yep, and uh, Homeboy Sam and the Humble Pie, both of which are dope and have gotten several spins. I don't know if there's anything newer in the queue since then. To be honest, I mean, which it would be a first. You're right for 2018 because 2018 has been like a release every week. It has. There's been. probably something dropping Friday. I don't know that I have mentioned this on here. Another one of the strange, famous uh, SF Digi people, Alpheus. Mm. He released an album called Megalith, and I have a song on there called Macro Mirror. Uh, it's really dope. The whole record's really dope, and uh, the song I did is the best one. And then also there's <laughs> an album by uh, Dose One and Alias that gotcha. I really like. So, you know, it's a little bit... It, I don't know if it's going to be everybody's cup of tea. I really enjoy it. Uh, picked up my daughter today. We came home. We were listening to that. She, she didn't quite understand what was happening. It's called Les's Orchestra. Okay. I just added it. It's good. Shout outs. That's a good title. Les's Orchestra. Mm -hmm. He's always good for some interesting word stuff. So, so that's put, put it. Put me huh? on real quick. Does Alias rhyme as well? Or he just produces? No. As far as I can... He maybe like does some vocal stuff. Well, he passed... Rest in peace to him. Oh, shout outs. Fairly recently. My bad. And I thought that this was an album that like they had kind of like what I'm doing with Cubby, if I'm correct, where they had to wrap it up without him. Okay. <clears throat> so what else? Rest in peace to Ted Cruz. Is, did he win? It looks like my man's gonna win. I don't know. 
Okay. How does that well, happen? Did we did, did we ever talk about the uh, Ted Cruz dunking a basketball video? Did we? No. God, I think we did. Okay. See, so just there, you might have to look that up. Okay. Ted might Cruz not. basketball dunk. It's worth it's worth the watch. Did you see where he and Jimmy Kimmel played basketball one on one? No. Who won that? Uh, I think Ted Cruz did. Ugh. Right. Well, we find out. he's probably got a jumper because he certainly has no. No. This Don't man has you. no conscience. No, literally, <laughs> like he's amoral. <laughs> Can we name this one "Soft Openings"? Definitely. I still, I still, I, I, that one's got the asterisks around it. Hard beats and soft openings. Okay, I like that. Okay. Well, so uh, this might be something to discuss at our next pre-production meeting. I feel like the titles have got to be short. F- fair enough. What do you think, Chuck? I mean, you're the one who uploads it to iTunes. Doesn't matter to me. Okay. The soft open is good, you know. How about moist soft openings? Oh. Why not? All right, Joel. All right. Talk to you later, fellas. Okay. Keep it moist. I'll be tweeting. I'll be <laughs> tweeting you guys from the bed with election results and haircut uh, and haircut videos. Right. Oh yeah, let the let the fans at home know we're signing off, but we're just immediately moving to group text. So <laughs> this is how we keep it moving. <laughs> right. One day we'll right, just Bells. publish the group text as the last episode. Yeah, that's actually that's a pretty good idea.